Hello, Coven. I'm your host, Rachel Pond, and in this week's episode, I will be discussing divination. So, there are so many different versions of divination. Um, I won't possibly be able to cover all of them today, but I do have a list of a good chunk of divination. So, if I miss one that you're interested in, um, you know, let me know and I will do my best to do an episode on it. Um, or, you know, also feel free to do, of course, I always encourage all of you to do your own research. So if I do, if I miss something and you'd like to do, you know, know more about it, of course, feel free to message me over on, uh, Instagram or TikTok, uh, which both are practical magic pod. Um, but also feel free to do your own research and, and look into it. Um, but yeah, let's get right on into it. So the first, um, example of divination that I have here is the reading of tarot and oracle cards. And a good way to start this is just by pulling a card. Of course, if you feel so drawn to, uh, picking multiple, go right ahead. But just sit with the cards and see what the cards say to you. What do they, what does your voice, what does your intuition tell you that they represent? Um, the next form of it is, of divination is mirror scrying. And this is pra- simply just looking at yourself in the mirror, letting your eyes relax and what, what comes to you in the mirror. Um... The next one uh, is water scrying, which is just simply putting water in a bowl. And of course, you can run your fingers through the water and make ripples and see if any if you get anything from that. Of course, you can leave the water outside under the full moon and the gibbon moon um, and see how that uh, affects the water um and of course feel free to add whatever you are so inclined to add you know whether that be uh crystals stones um what have you you know um you know if you if you feel so inclined to add let's say a bay leaf you know do that there's no right or wrong it's all about following your intuition and what gets you to your what gets you the your answer, your, your, because of course you're going to, with all forms of you, of, of magic like this divination, you want to ask a question and then look for your answer. Um, the next example is smoke. So of course this could represent, this could be used when you're smoking your favorite herb. It could also be used for when you're, you know, burning sage or incense or uh, candle smoke. If you blow out your candle, look at the smoke and see if you see, you know, anything within the smoke and what that um, means for the question that you asked. Um, The next one is... um, Oh, with... um, I almost forgot... When it comes to smoke divination, uh, the direction of the smoke has significant meaning, uh, 
significant meaning as well. So if the smoke is going like um, straight up, it means that the area has been cleared. Um, If it's going north, then that means um, you're either in or entering a season of winter, which just means, um, you know, uh, winter, like hibernation, death. Um, Doesn't necessarily have to mean like a literal death, but uh, definitely like the ending of a a season, if if that makes sense, and uh, the ending of a of uh, a situation. So let's say you're in a um, you know tough n- situation in your life, and then you, you light a you know your incense, and the smoke's going north. That could represent that that season that you're going through of difficult times is coming to an end. Um. Um, if it's going uh, north, this represents spring and um, spring air um, communication um, and wisdom. If it's going south, that represents the season of summer, your inner child, sun, fire, joy, uh, passion caring and desire um if it is going west uh that represents the autumn um the moon element water uh, intuition and the supernatural um the next one is clouds scrying boy um and this is i'd say one of the most simple all you have to do is just go outside on a day where there are big fluffy clouds and i mean you could go for a hike you could just lit out lie out on a blanket um i guess you could go for a drive i just wouldn't recommend being the person driving um because you want to pay attention to the sky and not a good thing to do while driving um, but just find yourself a spot where you can spend time looking up at the sky and see what you feel from the clouds. What do you see? Um, you know, what energies are you picking up? Um, and if this was something that you enjoyed doing as a child, I know I enjoyed that. Um, you know, just being outside and looking at the sky and, um, you know, because sometimes clouds make funny shapes, you know, things that you see in your day-to-day life. Like, I remember one time as a kid, I was sitting outside and I thought I saw a castle, like a cloud that looked like a castle, and I thought that was the coolest thing. So, um, yeah, it's a great way to connect with your inner child. Um, let's see. The next one is... Uh, fire scrying and this is the practice this is the art of 
um, working with fire. Again, just getting super relaxed, relaxing your eyes and gazing into the fire and seeing uh, the flames rise and fall and, and listening to the crackling of the fire and see if there's anything in there, if there's a message in there for you. Thus far, uh, this is my fav- one of my favorite forms of divination. I, I really, truly enjoy working with fire. Um, I feel like I have a connection with fire. I don't know if that's because I'm a fire sign or what, but um, a lot of times when like I light a candle, um, when I look straight at the, the light, at the flame, uh, it rises, and then as I look away, the flame goes down. So... I, I really enjoy that. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, the next one is uh, tea leaf reading. And you can even use coffee grounds if you prefer to use that instead of tea leaves. But pretty much what you do with this is you, you know, you go through the process of making your coffee or your tea, whichever one you desire. You drink the majority of it. And as you're consuming it, you ask your question, and then you leave a little bit of liquid that in there. Um, In the case of coffee, I I guess you would place the coffee grinds in there after you're done drinking, because I don't drink coffee, but I don't believe you have grinds in your actual coffee as you're drinking it. So that would be an extra step, but still, you just put them in there, and then you flip your, your cup or your mug or whatever it is you're working with upside down and depending on where the uh, tea leaf or the coffee grinds land in the cup um, they all have you know a significant meaning Um, so if the uh, coffee grinds or the tea leaves are um, on the edge um, this represents um, And, uh, hold on one second. Okay, sorry, lost my place there. Um, so, if they are on the side of the cup, it's, um, you know, the answer to your question is in the near future. Uh, if it's on the bottom of the mug, um, it's in the way future. Um, I feel like I'm missing something here. Oh, and if, if they are, if the coffee grinds or the tea leaves are on the rim of the cup, um, it represents the answer to your question is right around the corner. It's like the here and now. Um, the next one um, is a, a popular version of, of divination, which is astrology. This could be, you know, tracking the phases of the sun and the moon, or it could be, you know, 
another part of it is astrology, you know, working with somebody's a horoscope sign and, you know, their chart and whatnot. Um, the next one is clear audience clear audience. Yeah. Which is, um, Oh, which is like clear hearing. I get clear audience and clear voyancy mixed up sometimes, so that's my bad. But clear audience is the ability of hearing. So like if you hear a noise and you know it's like obviously you know no one else is there, but you like have a voice that you hear and it's like guiding you, giving you advice, etc. Um, some people might call that like your intuition, you know, a, a spirit guide, uh, your ancestors, what have you, but that's another form of, of divination. The next one is clairvoyancy, which is the ability to see into the future. Um, I'm trying to think. An example of that is uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Professor. Professor Trelawney in Harry Potter, if you remember that scene um, where she, like, has that crazy vision, um, or not crazy, but, like, the, that vision, and she's kind of known in the school as, like, the little quack, like, none of, nothing she says is real, and then all of a sudden she has this prophetic vision, it's like that, like, you know, you're have you're actually physically seeing it as if, like, you're right there, or, like, you know, um, it's not like you're going off a gut feeling. You're actually seeing it. Um, the, next, the next one is crystal gazing. And this one is when you look into your crystals or crystal, uh, whichever one, you know, if you feel drawn just to one particular crystal. Um, I would assume this would be mostly done with like a clear crystal, like a clear quartz. That way it's easier to look into it. Um, but you do you, you know, uh, whatever crystal calls to you, you work with that. Um, the next one is, uh, let's see. Uh, the next one is a graphing. I don't know why I can't say this. G R A P H O L O G Y, which is the ability to look into somebody's handwriting. Um, I don't know if this is the exact same method, but when I came across this, I immediately thought of like how law enforcement use at least some form of this when it comes to solving uh, mis- uh, crimes. I was going to say mysteries, but like crimes, like in particular, the first thing that comes to my mind is like a true crime, like somebody going on a rampage, you know, killing people and they, you know, write all these ransom letters and whatnot. Sometimes like, you know, they get a hold of letters that they have written to family members in the past and they compare them to like letters that they're writing to law enforcement and that's how they catch them. I don't know if it's the exact same form, but something along those lines I do know that law enforcement does use. 
Um, the next one is numerology, which is uh, the meaning behind numbers and their significance. Um, the next one is occlumency, uh, which is um, looking into somebody's eyes and getting the answer of your question by looking into them, which um, I'm pretty sure this is where we get the saying, you know, the eyes are the window to the soul. Your eyes tell the person everything they need to know about you. Uh, The next one is dream reading, also like dream interpretation. So if you have a dream and, uh, you know, you you look up the meanings of the dreams, that's... um, But of course, you can also just go off your gut. If you have a dream, you can be like, you can make your own translation of what the dream means whatever you know we you'll know the right answer um I like to do a combination of both when it comes to dreams I like to come up with my own solutions and then sometimes I just go to google to see if what my translation is matches with theirs sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't um the next one is Ostomanic, O-S-T-E-O-M-A-N-C-T. This is um, the reading of bones. And this could also go for anything else that you throw like bones. Um, so you just throw it, and then where, how and where they lay, you get your answer to your question. Um... The next one is palmistry, which is the reading of somebody's palm, like uh, having their hand out flat and reading the lines in their hand. Um, The next one is prescription. The next one is, I can't pronounce it, so I'm going to spell it for you all. P R E C. O G N I T O N, excuse me, P R E C O G N I T I O N, uh, which is pretty much um, picking up on future events. Um, so this one is like you're not necessarily seeing it, you're not like having an actual physical vision but you're getting like a feeling, an energy of what's to come. Um, Then then there's rune casting, um, which is, you know, um, and there's many different versions of runes. There's obviously the ones that the um, uh, Vikings, Viking runes, and um, there's for like... uh, the Greek runes and whatnot. So there's many different versions, but pretty much you just, you know, pick your runes and then, you know, obviously a lot of runes, they come with like a pamphlet and the meaning of each letter and whatnot, but you can also just go off your intuition and what it means to you. Um, let's see. Uh, now, then there is sand reading which is just when you take sand or 
dirt and you throw it into the air um, and then where it lays or how it falls. Um, You can also run your fingers through it, um, you know, see if you get anything from that, but pretty much just picking up, um, you know, seeing if you can see any, any figures, shapes, um, or what energy you get from that. Um, let's see. Um, so, all I have for that, um, I meant to share this little story with you all at the top of the episode, Uh, But I had recorded like four different times, so I just wanted to jump straight into it. But what got me interested in doing this topic, I know I didn't go really in depth on any particular one. Eventually, there are several of these that I do want to dive in, like dedicate an episode to. Um, But what made me want to just do this episode in general was a couple weeks ago, um, I was just hanging around my house and I was looking at my floor, uh, the majority of my floor in my apartment, uh, except for my bathroom and obviously my kitchen are, is a rug, you know, it's like a, uh, it's a short rug. So it's not like you can run your fingers through it or anything, but, um, yeah, it's a rug. And I was looking at my floor and I just saw all these different animals and um, shapes and stuff. And I was like, that, that's so cool. It's like a form of divination, you know? I had this intuition. I had this feeling like I needed to look at the floor. Like there was a message waiting for me. And then I looked up the meaning of, of, uh, of the animals, each animal. One day I saw a horse. The next day I saw um, an owl. One day I saw a pig. Um, and so, uh, that's what piqued my interest. Um, but, um, yeah, most of the episodes I do for this, uh, podcast are things that are affecting my, things that have personally happened to me. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you all. And I want to leave you all with, um, two podcast recommendations, because I know I discussed uh, astrology and tarot um, as a form of um, divination. So they are both hosted by the same woman. The first one is uh, Tarot Bites. um, And the next one is Astrology Astrology Bites. And uh, they're both uh, hosted by Teresa Reed. And... uh, I believe she posts every other week or it's once a month. She doesn't post that frequently, but when she does, her episodes are really, really good. And I kind of like that because it gives me time to go like in her backlog, like all her previous episodes and catch up. Uh, Like I said, I am trying my best to learn tarot and astrology. So I appreciate that she gives her listeners that sort of time to catch up. Um, And then of course, I do have book recommendations. And as usual, these books will also be linked or will be listed uh, in the description. And I will also post them 
to my TikTok and my Instagram so you can find them there as well, which is Practical Magic Pod on both platforms. Um, and the books are The Divination Handbook, and that. future reference if you're ever interested in getting these books i tend to find my book recommendations over on amazon so um yeah just go there and i'm you can find them um i'm just saying that just in case you're curious and you're like where do i go to get this book um let's see uh the complete book of divination is the second book and that is by richard webster um And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. I am super excited for next week's episode. I mean, I'm excited every week for each episode. But um, I feel like Loki has been reaching out to me. I never thought of Loki. I never talk about him. In these last few weeks, I have been talking about him. I've been thinking about him. Um, In last week's episode, I briefly... uh, filled you guys in on how I have made the decision to stop being vegan and start being pescatarian, which is pretty much you don't eat any other meat products, you primarily just fish. And I was doing some research and I found that Loki is associated with salmon and salmon is what I've been consuming. And before I went vegan, salmon was one of my favorite things to eat. So I will be sharing my experience with Loki and why I feel like he has made himself um, available to me and uh, how to know if Loki is communicating with you or how to reach out to him if you are interested in working with him. So next week is going to be an amazing episode. I highly recommend that you um come back next week um and I want to thank you all so much for sharing this time with me and um I hope you all have a magical week bye cotton